This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com. Kia ora, my name's Rex Lovegrove. And welcome to Colours of the Heart, looking at life's challenges from a place of presence and compassion. Imagine there's no heaven. of the heart and I um, lovingly give the green light thumbs up for Kiwi Bike for sponsoring me um, thank you thank you thank you uh, Access Radio for lovingly creating a platform in which I can interview and voice that that's pertinent and personal to me and to those that um, of course I'm connecting with through the act of colours of the heart Hey, I've got my mate on board, Chris, and Chris is my brother-in-law, and he's lived a very colourful life, um, um, aggressive life, and he's put his hand up and said, yeah, and I'll share my story, bro, and mate, um, thank you for coming on board, I really appreciate it. You're welcome, brother. Yeah, I really appreciate it, and I and I, and I know that, you know, your personal life is personal, but you are um, quite a advocate for, for being honest when honesty is required, and um, you've you've struggled with your your aggression over the years, and I I trust mm. you're in a somewhat better spot now than what you were. Yeah, I am. Yeah, it's, it's amazing what age does it. Yeah, it, it, it tones us down a little. <laughs> it does, yeah. Yeah, it tones us yeah, down a little. But it's not just the age; it's um the self the self um administrating things to yourself as well. You've got a it's a lot of hard work, man. Well, looking yourself, yeah, looking yourself in the eye, as you just made note, isn't easy, eh? Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, well, I did an interview I, uh, just recently about you know, looking the snake in the eye, and the truth be known, it's the, it's the, it's the snake yeah. that lives within us that is the, is, yeah. the, is the real monster, huh? Yeah, and when it rears its ugly head, look out, you know, and it's just a... It's being able to control it, you know. When I was younger, I couldn't. There was no, I couldn't control it. Um, but now I've sort of got a couple of other tools under me about, you know, that work. And, and saying that I haven't walked away from a fight yet, but I haven't had the opportunity to. You know, it's, I don't know what it's gonna, what's gonna happen, but you know. It's, well, I'm feeling it, brother. You know, like with um. You know, with your your aggressiveness, what cost has it been for you, man? Like when you reflect back on your life. Oh, my kids, man. Yeah. Fuck, I missed out on all those years with my beautiful kids, you know, and with my beautiful family and my friends, and and all I was doing was fucking them over, but I was fucking myself over as well, you know. And that's what I did. It was, you know, most most um, period of it was I was doing myself and. Didn't realise at the time because I didn't really care, but when I look back, I think, fuck, what a waste of life. 
My kids, kids is a big thing that I've um, not regret, but didn't spend enough time as they were growing up, you know. So I was always in fucking jail. That's, uh, how many years did you do all that, my friend? Oh, in jail. Hmm. I was 17. And how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? 46. It's a fair chunk, huh? Yeah. Fair chunk. Yep, yeah, and, and saying that they reach is, I can't blame anyone else but myself. Aye. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. always been able to take it on the chin. Haven't blamed anyone else, you know. Well, well, mate, I've known you for a long time, and yeah, um, I know there was a time you looked up to me, and, oh, I'm, fuck I'm, you. and I'm sorry about that. I still do. Yeah, yeah. Well, for different reasons, though. Yeah, eh? yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it's not you, you know. It's not wasn't your fault back then. You didn't realise. You had no idea. You know, I had no idea, and, and you were. But I, I still love you, brother. And you, as a person back then, is no different to you are now. You're just older and have learnt tools to be around. You know, to be yourself, worth yourself. You know. But yeah, that no, wasn't your fault, man. I liked it. Well, a lot, mate. <laughs> I did. Yeah. yeah. And as you made reference to the cost of your family, your freedom, yeah. right? um, your ability to create an income, yeah. all those, all those factors. Yeah. And I, and I you know, I'm going to touch on a subject because you know, um, this isn't about highlighting or, or, or justifying violence. This, this, this is just about the rawness of your life and, and, and how it affected you. And you may note your kids. But also, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also, like, mate, and he killed you a couple of times, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm not even a gangster. Yeah. Um, I remember an incident. Um, you, I, I know you were hospitalised um, uh, around a, a vicious attack on your body, on your, on your, on your, on your soul, really. Did you want to touch in on that a little, mate? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mind, yeah. It's, um, that's what happens when people are driven from through fear. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's sad because I um I look back and that instant what you're talking about and and how things could have been different. It could have been handled differently, but it wasn't because it wasn't meant to. I guess. Um. You now, yeah, I did die that night. They brought me back, but um, you can't kill a weed, as the old lady said. No, but um, there should have been enough there to to sort of turn my life around, but it wasn't because I even you know and night was uh, oh was night night wasn't born then I think Robin was pregnant my first kid's mum she's pregnant with night I think and um she was in hospital for a couple of weeks yeah I was trying to save someone's little brother. Mm. But, um, they'll save them. <laughs> well, you stepped into a bread knife, if I remember rightly. Yeah, yep. no, no, it was a, a big kitchen knife, the real big bastards. Yeah, no, it was a good one. Well, hey, mate, it was it was unfortunate, but I'm glad you're able to take a deep breath and just reflect upon that. Um, yeah, oh, well, your mum, um, as you know, um, she was the glue. To the far note, mm. and I and I felt when she passed, mate, uh, that sort of like you were you were wayward anyway. But I think when she passed, it was almost like um, you know, 
the intensity of your aggression was turned up for a time, eh? Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. Um, I didn't think of it like that, and never looked at it like that, actually. But, yeah, it was, um... You started when the old man passed on. The anger. Well, before then, I think, because I remember Donna, one of the sisters, she, um, reminded me a while ago about going to a trip, a trip to Wakatani with, with her and Dave and, and Carl was just a little fella and I think Jamie was just a little wee baby I think I mean um the old man was still alive too so so I was younger than must have been 11 or 10 or 11 or something and she, I've forgotten all about it and she mentioned about me chasing this kid around the tent because he um was picking on Carl, my nephew. You know, I've never been into bullies or people picking on people, or, you know. But yeah, it's um. So it started sort of way back then, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, look, I I feel you. Um, Fana, you with colours of the heart. We'll pause for a song. Kia
Moana Whanau. Hey, welcome once again to Colours of the Heart. And I've got Chris, my brother-in-law, in the house and affectionately known as Red. And he's had a somewhat of a reputation in regard to aggression. And we're not we're not trying to highlight violence. We're just talk we're talking about um, the end result, what's what what are what the effects are from living a aggressive life. And my mate made note that, you know, his family, he's missed out so much um, of family life with his kids. Um, 17 years in prison because of his aggressive nature and um, on top of that you know um, he's been hospitalized um, he's stabbed multiple times so he's 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 lived on the knife edge pardon the pun and what I'm what I'm wanting to um, get from your brother is like if you were looking at you know you would say let's say the youthful age of 12 years because you made note that that was when you sort of started to feel like you were turning in relation to your aggressive behavior because i remember you as a really young carefree mm. joyful kid yeah i remember you that is that what would you say to that 12 year old now well you know you just you know just towards his he's he's, he's he's losing the plot he's getting a little bit wayward he's a little bit lost what would what what kindness would you say to that little fellow now man Choose who you associate yourself with very wisely because you look up to the wrong people, life can't help itself because you know, uh, it only goes one way or the other, doesn't it? And um, I'd like to say to that 12 year old boy, um, it's alright, life's hard, but you'll get through it and you don't need violence in your life. You're uh, just got to look look up to the right people, not the wrong ones, you know. Um, and say that I love them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Love is a very important thing in someone's life, man. And when you haven't got it and you live on fear fucking most of your life, she's a hard one. And I've only just come to realise in the last sort of year and a half, Two years now, about 44. I realised that all my life I was a scared little boy. Scared little boy, man. Huh. I'm not that scared little boy anymore. I don't, I don't thrive off that fear. And um, yeah, I wish I could have said that to that 12-year-old boy, but he's obviously had to live that life, you know. So his kids don't have to. Mm. Well, mate, thanks thanks for the, the rawness, your honesty there. What? Um, how's your kids doing? Like, when was the last time you touched base with your babies? Yeah, no, good Christmas time. Oh, oh New Year's. Christmas, some of them are um, New Year's. Um, cause I've got four kids. I've got three, my three oldest children, Night Phoenix, Santana, to my old, that's to my first um, partner. And my little girl Ruby's to my second tomorrow, and um, she's eight, and she's what I'm focusing on now, because the other ones have grown up, you know, so 21, 20, and 18, and um, doing their own thing, working, and yeah, fucking hell, looks like it was yesterday. <laughs> Crikey, it's gone, man. Where's it gone? Far out. Where's it gone, eh? Well, you know, um, our, our kids often turn out. Okay, in spite of the appearance. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah which is amazing, which is a really good thing. Mm. I seen uh, 
their stepdad a couple of weeks ago, you know, I hadn't seen her for years and years, and uh, I sat down and he thought I was going to give him a hiding, he's bigger than I am, and um, yeah, he thought I was going to give him a hiding, I'm not sure why, whether my, I don't know what it was, my look in my eye, or who knows, but um, I sat down and had a talk to him, I had a cup of tea and some biscuits and a joint, and and she told him, look mate, I really appreciate you being here for my children. All souls in jail, you know, and, uh, you know, we had a good catch up for a few hours and, um, give him a hug and he cried and he was pretty stoked, eh, that, that all those years he thought, you know, that daddy, what a wanker. But, um, yeah, come and touch base with him, it was a um, really good thing to do. It was a load off my shoulders and sincerity of my, my heart and soul, you know. Because he brought up my children, my three oldest children, a lot of the time when I was in jail, and for a man to do that with someone else's kids, mate, I um, couldn't beat anyone up like that, Rex. That's like he's a good, good person, you know. And my kids have turned out bloody awesome. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Thanks to you, Trent and Robin, well, and myself as well, my family, Gail, Tracy, and Donna, Michelle, and Kushler. Well, that's the thing, eh, is your whanau's never given up on you, eh? No. No? And, no. and you have pushed the envelope, haven't you, brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I guess that's what, um, you know, some people say to me, oh, you're lucky you got family. Well, I'm not. I'm blessed. Mm. I'm blessed that I've got beautiful sisters, and I wouldn't have it any other way, you mm. know. Um, I, mean, I love them with all my heart. I'd, I'd go to war for them. I'd die for them, you know. Same with my nephews and nieces. A whole lot of them. They needed your uncle, I'd be fucking there. You know? No question about it. Yeah. And as I was saying before, you know, um, your mum was 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 a, a living angel. Eh? She, yeah, was, she was she was an absolute living angel, and I just felt the need to honour her. And I believe that 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 fairy dust that designed in her heart, you know, rubbed off on your sisters. And I think that's probably part of the reason why you. Especially Gail. Yeah, 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 yeah. You wanna you wanna talk about you wanna talk about Gail, mate? Just yeah, a little bit. Give her a bit of a green well, light. Um, I was going yeah. Um, Gail. It's my, um, she's my third older sister, and so I've got five older sisters, there's six in my family, and I'm the only boy, and I'm the youngest, and my youngest sister's seven years older than I am, so that makes Gail ten years older than me, <clears throat> and I remember when she wasn't a born-again Christian, <laughs> she used to dabble in a bit of weed, and you know, but she's always been that beautiful soul, always been that happy-go-lucky, you know, never judge or anything, even before she was a Christian. But when she turned to be a Christian, just, she's still the same Gail, but just, well, if there's God, they touched her heart, you know? Yes. And, um, and she's taken her brother in a fair few times over the years, and she's never not loved me or never not, um, given me the benefit, oh, what's the word, she's never doubted me or anything, you know, and I know my sisters have in the past, but I guess because of my lifestyle, you know what I mean, but Gail, yeah, she's and a beautiful woman, she's an amazing lady, if only the world could see a woman like that, 
in real life, being that understand, not all humans are fuckwits. Because she is the most incredible angelic lady, non-judgmental. Yeah, just talk to anybody. Yeah. And give you the shit off her back, you know. And I really thank Gail for loving her brother. Mm. And having, having me there with her, you know. Yeah. yeah I love you, sis. I love all of you. Love has never been the issue, you know. It's always been available to you, eh, bro? Yeah. 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 It's just your ability to let it in on occasions. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, what does the future hold for you, mate? Like, you know, you said, you've made reference that, you know, you're, you're attempting to exercise new skills in your life you know, and, the, and the intention to have more of what you want outside of the violence. So what, 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 what's your intention, man? What are, where are you going from here? Well, I think most of us have set some sort of a goal in life. Um, mine back then was to be a violent thug. <laughs> Mate, what an idiot that was. But uh, I laugh about it now because I can, because I've sort of liked to tell the story. But um, my goal is to is to, you know, I guess keep working, get another job, but I don't really care about working or money, but I need something, I want to buy some land and do a bit of a build on it, just so my kids have got something to fall back on, you know, per se, when I die, so, um, that's what I'm about, really, yeah. my kids, eh, because of, you know, because people think, oh, spend all this on them and spend money on them and... I don't really care about money, it's, it's time that needs to be spent with children or, or your, your, your kids or anybody. Money doesn't mean shit to me, man. I could have been a millionaire fucking tenfold over. But, uh, where would that have got me? <laughs> More jail, probably. But, um, yeah, my goal is to definitely own some land out the back of, um, for a year or two ways maybe, you know, yeah, those ways meet messenger. Um, even though you know, but yeah, it's for my kids, eh? It's what I wanna do. It's it's my goal in life is to make sure that my kids are set for life when I die. Mm. Yeah. I um owe them that, that's for sure. Yeah, well, you know, as we made reference and it's part of the show, Farno, um, Colours of the Heart and I'm so grateful that you've shared your heart in a in a time of change and um, and, I, and I get it, mate, like, um, you've, you've chosen a, a, a life that could be considered quite dark and dangerous, but I've never considered you um, a, a bad person, just someone who was just misdirected, and you made yeah. note of, you know, sometimes you followed personnel that didn't have your best interest at heart, huh? but what I, I still see a remarkable man. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you're easy to love as far as I'm concerned. But I've I've seen both sides of your personality. I've seen that soft, caring side, and then I've seen that 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 aspect of you that tear off your head and drink from your skull. Yeah, you know, it's part of your your makeup. It's just having the ability of what wolf do we feed? Do we feed the one that's really it's that that has empathy, or do we feed the one that's um, preloaded with aggression? Yeah, it's the um. And that's the hard one, Rex. It's um, I've goosebumps, man. I have to mention this. I went, I got counselling from a guy named David Younger. I don't know if anyone 
but I'm putting his name out there. He um and he asked me the first session. He goes, <clears throat> he asked me a couple of things, and I told him I was honest with him. And what good is it to lie when you want help, you know? Mm. And first time in my life, I actually reached out for help with somebody, and because I wanted to do it, not because the fucking court systems or anything else tried to get me to do it. And um, David Younger asked me, he goes, now would you like me to? Would you like? Would you like to ask me anything, Chris? And I said, as a matter of fact, David, I would. I'd like to ask you, um, have you lived a life like I have? He goes, no, I haven't. But in saying that, my dad was an alcoholic. And he went into, not to detail, but a couple of things. And that there, what he, you know, that sort of, I understood what he was saying, you know. And um, he was an honest guy with me, so I went for a few counselling sessions with him and or whatever you call them, and um, he wasn't out to change me or do anything. He was he was out to give me tools, tools to be able to walk away or, or say good on you, mate, or whatever, you know. And thanks to David, you know, um, I have got a couple of tools under my belt, <clears throat> um, which is really good, and I thank him for that. I haven't had to use them yet, really. But um, there will come a time, I guess. But yeah. Awesome, my brother. Once again, thank you for your, your rawness, your honesty. Love you heaps, and I and I desire nothing but the best for you, bro. Fun are you with colours of the heart, and if you haven't been told today, let me be the first. You are cared for. Cured. Thank you for your time and your ears. If you are inspired, stimulated by what has been said you can contact me at mountaintop life coaching and look forward to hearing your feedback if you haven't been told today let me be the first you are cared for kia this show was made at access radio taranaki with help from new zealand on air To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.